brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoke and host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, suds. It's time for more suds. Welcome, everyone, to this sud segment where good beer meets very bad radio. I'm your hostess, good old gal Juliana, and with me today are good old boy Dave. Chowda. Sure. Good old boy Matt. Howdy. Hi. And good old boy Kendall. Hello. Hi. And good old boy Sparky. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and that's all he's got. Yeah. Okay, fine. Um, Kendall and Matt both have some amazing blogs, and they're going to tell us about them later in the show. Today's episode features some amazing craft beers from New England. Dave, do you know... Dave, do you know where New England is? Uh, I think that's where the Patriots play. Patriots. Can you be more specific? Gillette Stadium. (sighs) Okay, Kendall, please. You spent some time in New England. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Oh, it's one of my favorite parts of the country. In fact, I'm going back there in three days to New Hampshire and Vermont. But, um... Wonderful place. In uh, 2012, good old gal June and I went up for the Beer Bloggers Conference, got to drink Utopias with Mr. Jim Cook in the uh, Boston Brewing Barrel Room. Yeah. (laughs) We also got to go to Allegash in Portland, Maine and see their cool ship, which was very nice. Was it cool? It was very cool. And uh, Did it look like a ship? No, it's kind of flat and open. But uh, in a few days, I'll be drinking fresh Hetty Topper. So New England is amazing. Uh, it's <laughs> sorry, I got a flag in that one since the rest of us will not be drinking fresh Hetty Topper. But New England is the northeastern eastern region of the United States. It comprises Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Rhode Island. It's known for its colonial past, beautiful Atlantic coastline, the gorgeous autumn foliage, and forested mountains. Boston, the region's hub, predates the American Revolution, and the Freedom Trail passes through sites that were critical to the nation's founding. I actually did the Freedom Trail as a child in, in uh, was it 1976 for our bicentennial. I was a very young boy. And then uh, in 2012, June and I walked the Freedom Trail, so I've been to Paul Revere's house twice. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, wow. Beastie Boys wrote a song about them. They did. That's true. Love it. Yes, they did. So, beautiful. Very cool. Well, a few of us um, have been to parts of New England, and we'll share some of their stories later. Dave, though, has not been to New England. Well, at least that's one place he's never been kicked out of. Exactly. once again. (laughs) Sparky, why don't you tell everyone the beers that we're going to be trying today? Absolutely. Uh, So here are today's beers from New England. Uh, Some of them, all of them, I'd say, are highly sought after, and I think we're very lucky to have them here, so... First up, we've got from uh, Treehouse Brewing in uh, Monson, Ma. We've got uh, two American IPAs, uh, Julius and Sap. 
uh, from Building 8 Brewing in Northampton, Meh. The uh, <laughs> IPA and the Session IPA. Uh, I guess they didn't have cool names for those, huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not Just, original. Yeah, well, 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 well. <laughs> and from Foley Brothers Brewing in Brandon DeVitt, uh, Vermont, we've got a Prospect Double IPA. Cool. Good old boy, Kendall, why don't you give us the Suds ratings for today? Yeah, and can you uh, do it like a cool Boston accent? Dave, we discussed this. We said we were going to get away from the stupid accents. They never sounded right anyway. Look, I know, but good old boy, good old boy Mike sent me a text. <clears throat> Dave, make sure you guys do some New England accents. If I don't hear someone say, park the car, or something about Harvard, bad stuff's going to happen to you guys. Also, don't read this text on the air. Uh, well, anyways, I said park the car. Now I've said it twice. So I'm pretty much off the hook. You guys do what you want. We'll be discussing and rating these beers with these Suds ratings, plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. That sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Was that a belch? Ah, what a relief. A body should really not make that sound. And number five, listen to that hang time. Give me another. Just for the record, all of those belches were made by authentic New Englanders. So we're covered. Cool. Unlikely. Seems legit. Sure. (laughs) Well, now that the formalities are out of the way, let's get to the beer. Hey, good old boy Dave, why don't you kick it off? Um, sure. Uh, yeah, I wish I was prepared for that, but um, the first beer that we're going to talk about is Julius from Treehouse Brewing. Now, I Wait, never- not to be confused with Julius the Drink? Oh, like an orange Julius? Orange Julius? Yeah. I love or those Or Dr. Things. J. Those are so gross. Who's Julius Did, Irving? J- orange Juliuses are not gross. Orange Julius is nasty. Are you kidding? Back oh when God, I was a it's kid. Wrong. It's the wrong. bomb. It is. They used to put yeah. an egg in it. Like you could, like when I was a kid before oh, that would that kill you. Oh, that makes it less gross. Uh, yeah, totally. They'd like blend it up and it'd give I it know, more froth. Know, she knows yeah. what I'm talking about. You can smell what you're stepping in. Yeah. Oh, steppy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. That okay. was that was in the days prior to smoothies, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that was a smoothie. That was when a we, smoothie when we were of the day. Up. That was yes. prior to the days of salmonella. <laughs> that was something. It had not been identified at that. <laughs> Mommy, I'm Project, dying. Projectile oh. vomiting. You're too fast, yeah. <laughs> okay. Are you prepared yet? Uh, so talk to I, us about Julius. Julius, I'll talk about Treehouse Brewing. Uh, Treehouse Brewing Company brews a vast array of ales. Vast. <laughs> Our offerings echo, vary echo, based echo. on the seasons, our moods, and innovations discovered in the midst of day in and day out brewing. As in filtering. I'm not going to say that. I shouldn't have said that. I'll stop saying that. Our artisan brewery knows no bounds, and we are driven by an intense curiosity of ingredients and how they blend together to create something special we are a draft only brewery except for the cans we make that we have that's why we have them on the show and that allows us the freedom constantly to constantly rotate our offerings and introduce new ones at our retail shop we almost always pour 
four beers for Growler Fills to take home and enjoy topless. I just added that last word. Yeah, figures. Sorry. I was trying to spice things up. Uh, Julius, <laughs> burning... No, bursting. Sorry. That would have been different if it was burning, burning beer, yes. yes. Uh, bursting with 1.6 ounce per gallon of American hops. <clears throat> Julius is loaded with notes of uh, passion fruit, mango, and citrus. It's 6.5% alcohol. It is refreshing and freakishly drinkable. I've been referred to as freakish many times. Indeed. But never drinkable. Mm. Okay, so I'm going to drink some Julius here. Listen to me drink it. Mm. Oh my God, that's so good. (laughs) It has all the fruits that they talk about. Um, All the fruits. It's very... (laughs) Little kumquat. Including Kindle. Um, (laughs) It's very turbid. I don't know what turbid means, if you were to ask me. Well, but if you're turbid for more than four hours, you should absolutely consult a doctor. doctor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You may make you go blind. Um, But uh, I believe turbid means cloudy. So we'll let uh, someone else who knows more talk more about that later. But um, this beer is freaking awesome. Uh, It's it's like drinking a citrus kind of like smoothie drink or something. Um, not an orange Julius because those are gross. But like a if a, if an orange Julius was really good <laughs> and it had beer, that's what this would be. Um, and I love this, and I would give this a sudge rating of. Hold on, I have to bring up my buttons. Five. Good boy, Matt. What did you think about Julius? Oh me. Um. Yes, you. So I'm guessing you guys have had Three Floyds before. Yeah. This reminds me of Three Floyds a lot. Which on, Floyd in particular? Yeah. The center one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll give you a... I am not uh, biblically acquainted with the middle Floyd, but you, maybe you should like, be. What happened? Did you go over time? <laughs> You're talking like a zombie dust? Yes. Zombie yes. dust. Okay. But, but it's like their whole build, because like, not only zombie dust, but a lot of their other ones have the same taste to me and i like this a lot yep okay so what i would could you see that rate? i got you a four mm-hmm. okay wow. um good old boy kendall quickly what did you think of this i don't know if i can go quick because i think i could wax on about this beer for a while wax, on, um, wax off mm. okay. <laughs> it's definitely a five and it lives up to the hype. I mean, it's getting out nationwide now that this is one of the best IPAs in the country. I agree. I've had Julius, f- fortunately, on a number of occasions. And it's just big and citrusy and just beautiful. I mean, it, you look at the beer and you think there's something wrong with it if you're n- not familiar with it. But uh, I've had it fresh. I've had it out of a growler. I've had it out of a can every time. It's, it's the same. It's consistent. It's a beautiful new style IPA. I love what's coming out of New England, and this is one of the prime examples. So, perfect. All right. We're on record. Kendall loves it in the can. Gives it a five. <laughs> we'll be back in just a minute. Rolling clouds and crashing surf. 
iridescent dunes reflecting by the light of a rising glowing moon. Seashore mesmerizing, night breeze hypnotizing. We've come across these back roads none too soon. Look to the left, to the right. Keep your eyes on the road, my darling. Wondering if we're only passing through. Open roads and open windows. My hand is yours forever, sweet love. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking about New England beers, and specifically, we are talking about. Julius from Treehouse Brewing Company. So, good old boy Kendall, what's your take on this beer? He already took it. Oh, yeah, I that's took right. it, but you I did. could continue yeah, yeah, yeah. to go on. We're He's talking about waxing. the can. He was that's still, right. yeah, he was actually waxing during the break. I was, I was a little uncomfortable <laughs> okay. over here. Okay. I was continuing to drink it during the break, and this really is. This is one of those beers that if you can snag it, find out a way to get it because get it's really worth it. Uh, make sure it's fresh. I. I have a feeling yeah. that three-month-old Julius probably wouldn't taste very good, but if mm-hmm. you can find it fresh, it's going to live up to the expectations. Cool. Good old boy Sparky. What did you think of it? Um, I've I've been lucky enough to to have some of these, you know, very awesome turbid New England style uh, IPAs <laughs> recently. Right. <laughs> it's just funny the way you say that. Turbid. No. Turbid. Yes. Yeah, the turbidity, right? Um, but uh, I, I was, I was just blown away by this. I just recently got a chance to have a uh, wicked weed beer uh, called Juiceless. I don't know if you guys heard about that one. I have. Um, oh, was yeah, it, good? it it it. Was, I haven't heard it, had it yet, but I heard it was exceptional. Um, I had to throw away a bottle. Really? I don't want to go into the like story. It? No, it was amazing. But I was, I was in their production facility drinking it as part of business type stuff oh you have such a crappy job uh, it's, it's it's somebody's gotta do it sometimes braggadocio but uh yeah true um but but seriously it was one of those deals where it, it had a very similar flavor profile to this but it was totally clear they had uh spun out all the uh uh, uh sediments and yeah. out of it and uh you know again it they uh, made it as a collaboration uh, with Creature Comforts uh down in Georgia nice yeah and you decided to throw it away <laughs> I could tell you more about it later. Well, so I, I mean, they give you, they gave me a 500 milliliter bottle and, and it was the, you know, I had to work like eight hours that day and That's not an have business conversations with people and, and, and yeah, they took it away from, well, they, you know, I had to throw it away and he was crunk. It, yeah. I didn't want to, I didn't get one too wrecked, but uh. I will tell you, yeah, I failed, I failed, Epic. I failed our audience. I failed America. You go retired. I did. I absolutely did. <laughs> But uh, no, I, I wasn't. I, this this reminds me a lot of it because there's no, you know, uh, grapefruit and and uh, tangerine. All these citrusy IPAs are starting to come out now, and this does it all with with no fruit. It's it's again just completely the flavor profile of the hops used, um, and you know I think the fascinating from the industry side of it is um, they've got this amazing beer and this amazing model. Um, but there's no way they'll ever, I don't think, be able to scale it to get, I mean, 
No, I think it'd be really expensive as much hops it, as yeah, yeah. because you got to go fast. You got to get this out of here. And to Kendall's point, I think you know every day that this gets older, it's going downhill because again, having it fresh is just so amazing. It's juicy. It's it's kind of sticky, and uh, it's I love it. Um, but uh, personally, I would give it a five. Sorry to I, I, I did the waxing poetic for Kendall there. Got but, little, yeah, fantastic. Got a little weird there at the end. Got a little waxy. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. Juliana. Oh. Um, um, I don't know how to follow that. Um, <laughs> Chowder. Yeah. It, except to say that, you know, this is, it's so cool because for the longest time, it's all been, it's all about the West Coast IPAs. And yep. that's all you ever heard about. And, you know, dank, 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 danker the better, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I'm not exactly East Coast, but I'm from a mid-Atlantic state, and this, to me, is where it's at. It's fresh, it's hoppy, but it's citrus hoppy, it's not overwhelming, but it's enough to, like, to linger in a good way, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. Um, It's just been a... This is a beautiful beer, and... Yeah, I guess it would be, you know, like hard to find in the scheme of things. And you wouldn't want to have a lot of distribution for this beer, but mm-hmm. it is so worth seeking it out and seeking it out fresh. You know, and sometimes it's not about getting it. It's a tourist trap. No, it's not a tourist trap. No, I mean, I would agree with you. But, I mean, it would, yeah. If you were in that area, it would absolutely be something going out seeking. And yeah. I mean, God bless you if you live nearby there and can do it on the regular. But my I goodness, know. it's. I know. Yeah. But I wouldn't want it to get like all the way down to like a southern state. I, I no. want it like. It'd this be is, dumb. Exactly. It. Yeah. Exactly. This is the kind of beer that needs to stay where it is. Mm-hmm. And God bless, it's just gorgeous. And I've given this one a five. <laughs> And I think what we're witnessing here is really the evolution of a new style. Yeah. You know, exactly. and because before when we, we had West Coast IPAs and when you thought of East Coast IPAs, they were almost like traditional, almost English IPAs. Yep. Right. More maltier, less balanced, bitter, very, you yeah. know, they they weren't the hot bombs. That, but so now coming out of the East Coast, especially New England, we're seeing these huge citrusy, fruity IPAs yeah. that are done purely with hops, and that's that's a beautiful thing. And flour and applesauce. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> and that. Maybe sawdust. I don't know. I'm no. not judging. No it's delicious. Sawdust. No, yes. I'll drink yes. it. Mm. Yes. I ain't scared. And they won't flocculate. Um, yeah. Okay. So, okay, sticking <laughs> in this same vein, um, so... Another treehouse beer that we're going to talk about, Sparky, is Sap. Yeah. So um, it was originally brewed as a Christmas beer. Uh, this piney IPA brewed almost exclusively uh, with Chinook hops, Chinook hoops, Chinook hoops, uh, was so enjoyable that we decided to put it in the year round rotation. With its golden yellow color, rich aroma, and drying body, it's hard to stop drinking this one. Um, I I enjoyed this one too. Probably not as much as Julius, and I didn't realize I didn't read the thing, but I guessed it was probably just on the flavor. Is it because it's a Christmas beer and you don't really celebrate? Yes, actually, Christmas. the Star of David was burning against my flesh as I drank it. That's how I knew it was Crimbus. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You could taste 
some uh, Christmas presents in there, and it just like, yeah. this does We're, not feel right. It's a touchy subject, guys. That's a nice looking scar you're getting. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of like Indiana Jones, but different. Where's uh, my dreidel? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not allowed to show you my dreidel. Uh, there's a court order against that. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but it's um, been trimmed though. It has been. Yes, it's true. Uh, <laughs> Where did we go? Wow. I know. There were places I wanted to go, but I stopped. I'm putting on the brakes for me and for all of everybody else. But uh, no, no. I mean, uh, I absolutely got that kind of piney, resiny. Uh, I was going to guess Chinook hoops because that's or hops. I can't even say it. Oh, my God. Or Chinook. Chinook. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, totally. Totally got that out of it. Uh, didn't didn't like it quite as much as Julius. If I if I had to choose between one or the other, I probably would have gone with Julius. But still, just I mean, splitting hairs between delicious things. Uh, here, I too will drink it on air, so the listeners at do home it. Can- do it, man. Oh, it's that delicious. <laughs> mm. Mm. So that's what Christmas is about. Yeah. This is Christmas in a glass. Hooray! Um, no, overall, I, I I think I gave the other one a five. I, I if I could do four point five, is if that's is that not? You can't. You can't. Yeah, not allowed. All Good right. old boy. I'm gonna Mike. round up. I'm gonna go for well, five. Like I'm gonna go for five. Woo! On that one too. Just just excellent. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so now I get to talk about this beer too, and although I am not a fan of West Coast IPAs per se, I mean they're good. Mm-hmm. Do I want to drink them every day? No. What? This, no, just the fact that a Massachusetts brewery is making something that rivals some of the best West Coast IPAs out there, I think just is even more empowering to that brewery. You know what I mean? Because they could just go with the Julius and stay with styles like Julius and, and do very well in their lives. But then they bring out Sap. And SAP to me is West Coast perfection, and the fact that it's made from an East. So you're Coast saying a West an East Coast brewery is doing West Coast IPAs better than West Coast? No, I'm saying an East because Coast because that's how the East Coast West, West Coast, Coast I know battle started. Rival. Think of Biggie and Tupac and all those guys. Think about all that's been lost. Yeah. Border wars. You want to bring that back? All the young lives that were damaged. Okay, never I'm, ending. I'm bringing it back in this sense of an East Coast brewery can make a West Coast beer and they could do it well. Better. That's what you said. And Treehouse is done. said perfect. You said it was perfection. It just, There's nothing better than perfection. It's so good. Well, there's so, you, Dave. It, <laughs> that's true. Wow. <laughs> I think not. Anyways, I for what this was, I really enjoyed it. I'm not giving it a five. I'm giving it a four only because I'm not. I'm not a big lover of West Coast IPAs. But for those of you that love West Coast IPAs, you're really gonna like this. Okay, I'm done. Go to boy Dave. Um. Well, not to feed into the whole East Coast, West Coast thing, even though I have seen it on Facebook that brewers, professional brewers, do engage in East Coast IPA, West Coast IPA trash talk uh, on a very regular level. 
Um, and they use language that we cannot uh, use on this show to describe it. Something about body fluids that come from men uh, or what the uh, East Coast drinks look like. Anyway, I'll let you figure that out. Um, you know, I think these are pretty awesome. <laughs> I do agree that I think Julius is better than, than Sap, but uh, I think Sap um, has a lot of the things that West Coast IPA drinkers would like, but I think Julius is just a full-on East Coast uh, New England IPA, and it, it is what it is, and you love it. Sap is still very good, and I would definitely give this a four. Good old boy, Matt. What did you think of this beer? So, for some reason, I was looking at the ABVs, and Julius is 6.8, and the Sap is a 7.3. So, I had no idea this was stronger than the Julius. No, and it doesn't taste it. Not at all. And um, I was a little shocked by that. Um, I feel like Julius is stronger, a stronger beer overall. Um, I give Sap a four. Do you feel safe when you're with Julius? Like, because it's so strong and... Not really. Like, it embraces you and holds you in its manly arms. Just kidding. (laughs) 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 No. Okay. Okay. I'm just checking. Kendall, what do you got? You know, the the very first Treehouse beer I ever had was a Sap. And I realized these guys knew how to make some beer. Um... I I even remember then I loved it. It's so easy drinking, so it's it's almost like a great session beer if your session range goes up to seven and a half. <laughs> That's not going to be a very pretty session at the end of it. It's I'm a just, very short yeah. session. It's a really really smooth, easy drinking beer. But I also think it's got a great bitter backbone with a lot of pine and resin and Juliana sand. It it is a great West Coast beer, uh, a style, and I, I think it's a great one. Uh, although my personal preference tends to be for the Midwest IPAs, like the uh, you know Centennial and Two Hearted, I I'm yeah. still a, a Michigan boy at heart. But Michigan, I love what's going on on the two coast. Yeah. But uh, this is a very solid IPA. It's a four for me. Well, okay. Well, moving on from Treehouse, we're going to next talk about Building Eight. Dun dun dun. Right. And first, we're going to start off with the IPA. So, Kendall, would you please talk about the IPA? Sure. I'm going to read a piece from Draft Magazine uh, from David Argabright. Building. Eight brewing makes and sells exactly one beer. Well, I guess it's two now because we have. They're liars. <laughs> it's called. This is not up to date. The IPA, and since September 2015, the Piney Tropical Stunner has earned high praise from fans and kept the new brewery afloat. Still, the oddity of a single beer brewery in the U.S. at least. There's a few other single beer breweries. I heard of one called Rodenbach that makes a decent beer. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're doing okay. What's that yeah. place called? Uh, Alchemist? I mean, they're well, they're making one. three beers Yeah, now. they're up to three. But uh, wah, a single wah. beer brewery cannot be ignored. So at Northampton Ma, the tap room, lone tap rises from a kegerator with a three-door cooler is filled with rows of 16-ounce cans of that beer. Mm. O'Brien Tomlin, who started the brewery with his wife, Megan, 
said both limited finances and a desire to focus all their energy on creating a standout product led to building eight's one track strategy i think the days of making porter stout brown and pale and all that kind is going to the wayside people are focusing on one target and if the target is to sell beer they've got great aim they churn out one batch of the ipa each week the tasting room sells a little more of half of that and the rest is distributed within a 25 mile radius and it sells out quickly with each bass batch lasting only a few days so um good it's a really solid beer and i like uh i like what they're doing uh with it it's uh i like that the style of you know we're not going to make try to make every beer in the world and I th- i've seen so many breweries start up in there and they think i'm going to make you know all these different styles of beer and i've talked to a, a few brewery owners uh on my travels where they realize that they need to focus and this is one that's doing great focus so this building ipa let me drink it like the rest of you have do it do it do it Mm. i didn't make the drinking sounds as much but wow Uh, i think it's just it's really it's got a really firm bitterness but yet it, it it's got that little malt character that you you sense yeah, it's a really great balance in this beer. It's it's kind of almost like a little spiciness for me, and I think it's a really great. I don't know on the East Coast, West Coast, New uh, Midwestern if you could classify it in a geographical region, but it's just a very tasty IPA, and I enjoyed it. It's a four for me. Good old boy, Sparky. What'd you think? You know, you said something that that I really resonated with. I think, uh, you know, I think that's a huge mistake some breweries make is tr- trying to make 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 different kinds of beer, you know, and you end up not making anything good, <laughs> right? Rather right. than focusing on... Seven shoddy beers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or more. Um, and and I, think that's, I think that's really... Uh, that's smart of them to do that to come out with one. I I don't think I would agree with them though that that just you know one style is the way to go. But there's yeah. cer- certainly less than like sixty, um, <laughs> somewhere somewhere between one and sixty is the answer, and it's uh, probably below ten. But um, but anywho, um, no, again, uh, I thought it was you know bright, refreshing, uh, definitely uh, not a turbid uh, style like we were drinking with Treehouse, um, and again. Uh, very drinkable. They've they've done very well with this this uh, one beer that they've done until they sold out and started doing two beers. Son of a sellouts. sellouts. Um, but yeah, I, I would have to give it a solid four too. Juliana. Okay, so I'm gonna pick up where Kendall left off because he forgot to say something about. I'm this. sorry. You forgot a Damn paragraph. It, Kendall. That's okay. Um, but I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh my god, this is true. This is so cool. Okay. So, Tomlinson says the brewery's name originated from the licensing process. This old subdivided cutlery factory that houses the brew house is is home to multiple businesses. And when they drew up their plans, it was called Building 8. And he thought, wow, this is cool because, you know, with NASA and their UFO stuff, Building 8 was like, you know, the scary building. So, at the bottom of the cans in the corner, one of their hop cones has almond eyes on it and there it is really Wait, right alien yeah no it's totally got alien eyes on oh, the oh, uh, it's almond alien eyes. eyes it's like it's like almond shaped eyes like yeah. an alien like the gray man kind of but 
That's so cool. In a nod to Building 8. And that's how they come up with Building 8. Fancy pantsy, Nancy. Okay, look. I think it's pretty cool. Anyways, when I get done, I'll give you my rating. But baby, the whole elation Riding down this lover's avenue Slow as a willow blows Or as fast as the whirlwind grows We glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue To the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Our eyes ahead on these back roads with a view Hey, welcome back everyone. We are talking about beers from New England and specifically, we are talking about Building 8's The IPA. And it's a little dank for me, but God bless, it's good though. I mean, very approachable and very drinkable. And for 70 IBUs, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with this. Um, not to mention the fact that I got little alien eyes looking at me. You're totally, you're totally geeked out about that, aren't you? I am! That's cool. I am. Yeah. This is like from an episode of X Files. Thank hey, you. Uh, yes. X Files beer. Hey, Reverend Mark, you want to talk into the the mic? When I am talking into the mic. Kind of, sort of. No, sort of. Okay, right. fine. Talking to my mic. It's. Mm. Hey. Oh no, I wasn't. But <laughs> you guys. <laughs> yeah, you're Juliana, so I, I think you're right. Picking up on the dank, to me, this is more Pacific Northwest yeah. than Atlantic Northeast. Yeah, it is, but still, in that vein, it still is approachable. Very, and although it's yeah. not like my favorite all time, I could certainly get behind this. Which and is drink one of the things couple. I noticed uh, when I went to Oregon last year is the the dank beers out of the Northwest were very different than like the big bitter hoppy beers coming out of like san diego yeah and, the cali ones and the california ones yeah yep. yeah um anyways i mean hats off to building eight this is a good beer you know for their first beer and um i really like it and i'm giving it a four accents than me but all right <clears throat> pronounce the following words ah roof root theater iron salmon Caramel, <laughs> fire, water, New Orleans, pecan, both, again, probably, Alabama, lawyer, coupon, mayonnaise, pajamas, caught, naturally, aluminum, gif, uh, YouTube, crackerjack, doorknob, envelope, and I don't know what that is. Um, when I throw toilet paper on a house, I TP it. A bubbly carbonated drink is soda. My gym shoes are sneakers. Dave? See, this is me not talking into the mic, and then this is me. (laughs) I'm just helping. (laughs) Q. 
kisses. <laughs> Love. Okay, so what do you think about, about this beer? The IPA from Building 8. Oh, Building 8. You know, I had the Building 7 uh, IPA, and I felt it to be a little lacking. So then I tried the Building 8, and it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if we laugh at him, it only makes him stronger. <laughs> I absorb your laughter and turn it into evil. It enables continued bad behavior. Turn it into dumb assery. <laughs> it's too late for that. <laughs> Were you using that as mouthwash? Yeah, it's I don't like, gargle another sip of that. It's the dankest mouthwash ever. <laughs> yeah. mm. Come here and kiss me. Any Later. of you? Any of you? Any of you? <laughs> No, um, whew, man. I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's very Oregonian. Um, <laughs> I agree. Of an IPA, is that a word? Yes, it is now. It is now. Shut yeah. up! I said a real word. No, huh. I think that's one of the newspapers up there in Oregon. Actually, the Oregonian. Absolutely, that requires literacy. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Ooh. Dave can't read. Well, I'm an Oregonian donor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop now. I'm going to give it a four. Can't hit the button. Hold on. Uh, uh, I found it. Little by Matt, what did you think of this beer called the IPA? So this the uh, IPA. This the IPA. Not the. Because that would be wrong. This the IPA is 6.5 ABV. So still not yes. more the highest. And uh, technically, it's high graph for Tennessee until January 17. Oh, is that happening? Oh. January 1st. Let's not make it about (laughs) us. It's always about us. But we're finally getting out of Prohibition era laws, (laughs) finally. It only took 100 years. January is going to be a messy month here. Oh, I can't wait. It'll be very messy. Very sticky. (laughs) It'll be dank as well. The streets will be dank. Sticky and covered in high gravity beer. It'll be the best year-long party that never ends. Yep. You know, I've talked to some uh, retailers here in town who are terrified about it and want to put high-gravity beer behind, like, cardboard and black paper, kind of like, you Ooh, know, girly masks. They should put Please it Please call them out. I would like to know who this is. Because they're they're afraid that the general populace can't handle They should do it. Who is this? 6.2%. Who is this? Who is this? I, I can't name oh, they come should, on. They should do it like, uh, like oh, back yes, in the... Yeah, like back this is all the, about us. Not on the air, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, back in the 80s and 90s, the video stores would have that back room? The oh, smut closet. I wouldn't yeah. know anything about that. That should yeah. be... It should be the high grav room you know yeah, it has the they be- want it literally curtain and everything you know you walk back there, i had a like, talk oh. with i had a talk with this one uh, group that wanted to put it like on the top shelf and then put like a decal over the oh my god the cooler so that people yeah yeah isn't that wild i know wow insanity this is danger, danger skull and zone. crossbones and yeah xxx Oh boy! Well, hey, you know wow. what? You put in, seven percent sculpin just pushed me right over the edge. Let me tell you Woo. something. You put triple X on it, you're going to sell a lot of it. Wow! I'm just saying. Okay. People like that. Um, not me. I don't like that stuff. Clearly not. No. Other people do. Okay. He's told allegedly. Yeah. Matt likes it. So good old boy, Matt. Now that you've opened up a can of worms, what do you think about this beer? Now that you've opened up a can of triple X, what are you going to do with it? So I'm not overwhelmed by this triple X at all. It is not overwhelmingly hoppy to me. It's not overwhelmingly malty to me. But I'm not a big IPA guy, so I give it a four. Uh, uh, uh. 
Well, <laughs> there's that. Like, whatever, okay. dude. Drop the mic. I'm out. So, the next beer that we're going to talk about is also from Building 8, and it is their number two beer. Number two. Oh, that means poop. Their <laughs> Session IPA. Oh, that's not poop. No. That's a good beer. It no. may as well be. And oh. Matt's not going to Building 8. I can tell you that. So, good old boy Matt. Which what leads me into my this? review. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Brace well, yourselves, everyone. Unlike everyone else, I don't have anything to read because that was it uh, about Building 8. Apparently, they don't only have just one beer anymore. Because they sold out to the man. Yep. Yeah. So They sold to the man? Yeah. yeah. For second beer. <sighs> oh, yeah. Well, actually, they have three. They have a double dry hopped IPA. So they've really, really just, wow! They've like, really just gone out of downhill. Wow. They're going yeah. downhill. It's just like sold out. Yeah. Next right. thing they'll have fifty beers. Yeah, and that's it. I know. Yeah. This beer is like what, like four point something? It 4. is four point eight. Nice. With forty seven IBUs. Ooh, that's so I'm not a huge fan of lawnmower beers since I prefer to get totally wrecked on high grav stouts whenever I hop onto my tractor. <laughs> but that's a story for another day. That's probably why there are no standing buildings on Matt's property. That is a very good reason. But everything has been plowed. Oh, has <laughs> it ever? Has yeah. it ever? So I don't even have a. I don't even know what sound to push for that. <laughs> oh, that's a big fail for you. I think it sucks. Yeah, that's it. I think it sucks. I mean, you go through every one of them. That'd be just fine. That? How about this? shut your mouth when you're talking to me. All right, there you go. That's one for you. Okay, so anyways, what did you think of this beer? Yeah, there you go. That's nasty. That's not how I sound, is it? A little bit. You sound worse than that. You're a little bit more professional. Just not much more, just slightly. <laughs> yeah. on how you use your tongue. No one has ever accused me of being professional. Let's no, just let's no. just stay right there. All right, all right, all right. So we're gonna keep talking about a session IPA for a minute. Exactly. Um, I'm just not getting much from it, so I give it a three. Okay, Kendall. I'm kind of the same way. As session IPA goes, there's a few good ones, and then there's a lot that just. Are very light. They're just kind of like hoppy water, and to me, this is a little bit better than hoppy water. But it's it's. I'm not getting much from it. It's a three. Sparky. Um, you know, I I enjoyed their the IPA a lot, and now that they've sold out and started making the session, um, no, I I I mean it's it's all right. Um. I think I liked it a little bit better when it was colder, but as it's warming up, um, it is kind of getting a little bit more watery. I'd have to give it a three as well. Sad face. Yeah, sadly, I'm in the same camp, too. Um, It's just, to me, it just isn't as balanced as the IPA was. And um, I just feel like I've got, like, a lot of bitterness on the aftertaste, and it's and it's lingering and lingering, and I just wish it wouldn't. I'm giving this a three. <laughs> it's lingering, and I just want it to go away. Not a It's kind of like me I'm after gonna our, say, Dave, our first date. I don't know if you've ever heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I could think of. Yeah. <clears throat> was, she's she's yeah. kind of stuck with him now. Yeah, I know. Well, well, hey. Your show's <laughs> You didn't like it. Boy. You shouldn't have put a ring on it. Um... <clears throat> To me, this was like they took the IPA and they had it perfect. And then they were like, you know what? What if we watered this down a little bit Ugh. 
and we could probably get about 50 extra gallons of batch on this sucker and sell it as something else um i i kind of feel like that's what they did they just watered down their original recipe and um just turned it into something maybe they shouldn't have mm-hmm. so i'm gonna give this one i know y'all gave it a three I'm going to give this one a two because I'm very disappointed. Whoa. No love. Dun, dun, dun. The shortest sound of all. Wow. I'm play it again. Double play. Look at that. Look at that. It's, it's gone before you know it. Look at that. I could play it like Another ten accurate times. <laughs> okay. Should I play it again? No. Thanks. We're good. We're, we got it. Thank you. You sure? Yeah. I'll do it again <laughs> if you want. Thank you, dear. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> the next beer that we're going to talk about is from Foley Brothers Brewing in Foley. Brandon, Vermont. So a little different perspective because this is not Massachusetts anymore. Did you know that Vermont has more breweries per capita than any other state in the United States? I know that. And uh, Maine actually is the fourth uh, most per capita in the <laughs> United States. And Vermont also has the most dairy cows of any state in the United States. So think about that. The most breweries per person and the most dairy cows. So you have a bunch of drunks and cows. I'm not going to say anything else. Just cow let your mind go where tipping, it's go. yes! Oh yeah, cow tipping. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's probably a, a what thing. happens. Yeah, you know, you guys just aren't from the Northeast. Okay. Anyways, oh, um, I'm from the Midwest. We know all about cow tipping. How many cows have you tipped, Kendall? You can. It's a safe place. You can say it. I, I can't say. Well, the statute of limitations is probably over, unless it was last week. <sighs> I'm thinking. He I'm did wrong. go to his high school reunion not too terribly long ago. Yeah, so, right, yes. Yeah. yeah, there's. Uh, well, we'll have to talk afterwards. Yeah, that's another episode. Okay. So, anyways, now we're down to me, and so I'm going to talk about this Prospect Double IPA from Foley Brothers. Um, Foley Brothers Brewing quietly began nestled down in an unpaved road in quaint Brandon, Vermont. Their small facility looks more like an extra garage next to an eldering Victorian house rather than a killer beer-making facility. It is in this magical northern oasis. I feel like fairy dust should be falling now. Um, that Sparky, quintessential some your fairy dust. Vermont-esque beers <laughs> are crafted by the hard-working team of the Foley Brothers Brewing. So Prospect, a double IPA, is yet another example of the excellent quality they have come to expect from Foley Brothers, who have rightfully earned a coveted spot among the Vermont must-haves of the beer world. Citra and Galaxy Hops satiate this beer with profusely strong tropical fruit notes. Candied mango, passion fruit, and pineapple notes ride a soft wave of creamy carbonation towards your taste buds, along with a touch of biscuity malts. Someone from Vogue write that description? Or? I think Candy Mango is a stripper. Oh. That's absolutely... Uh, <laughs> yeah. If it's not, it should be. Wow. And she's got a new uh, soft wave of creamy carbonation coming, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> you, you should feel dirty you after saying that. You can never go home now. <laughs> <laughs> or to the state of Vermont. <laughs> 
So, hey, did anybody wow. know that Vermont has more maple trees than any other state in the That's U.S.? That's true. Sorry, I'm trying to clean this back up. Wow, thank you. Okay, so this beer really surprised me. First of all, I did not taste a 9% beer in this. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Second of all, extremely creamy. Extremely creamy. Um, like creamy effervescence <laughs> or whatever Sparky said. Yeah, I wonder if there's some like oats or something in there. I oats my oats. I don't know, but it like, mm. but it seems almost that it would be. Yeah, because I've had a, du- a lot of double IPAs in my life, and Get this you. is got to be one of the creamiest double IPAs I've ever had. That being said, had I, a lot of candied mango. Uh, nah, that, you don't have to say it. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. Um, <laughs> but it is. It is tropical. It's very smooth, and I'm sure this can get you into a lot of trouble. That being said, I really enjoy this beer, and I gave it a four. Good old boy, Dave. What did you think of this beer? So, so uh, strippers and uh, body fluids aside. Um, <clears throat> I uh, I found it to be quite good. Uh, very whatever you said, creamy and other stuff. So I gave it a four as well. Good old boy, Matt. What did you think of this beer? One of the things I really noticed it says drink this beer fresh, but it does not have a born on date or anything else. <laughs> so how can we actually know if this is fresh? Well, did you pick it up from the brewery? I did not, but I really enjoyed this. And just like Matt Foley, I would drink this in a van down by the river. I give it a five. <laughs> Good boy, Kendall. What did you think? I think it's a great double IPA. It's so smooth, creamy. Uh, it's a g- good, solid beer. It's a four. And good old boy, Sparky. Um, I think this is probably my least favorite um, of the beers that we've tried today, which I'll tell you about in mere moments. <laughs> Only in German accents, please. Yeah. And you gave this a... I, I think I'd have to give it a three. Okay. Honestly. How about not honestly? Well, we you hope you enjoyed this episode, and you can catch all of our episodes online, as well as on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, PRX, Spreaker, our media media host... And iTunes and Google Play and our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search for Sip Sud Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsmokes.com. Matt? Our daily testing notes flow out on Twitter every day at Sip Sud Smoke, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Hey, Kendall, why don't you tell us about your beer blog and where to find it? Good old gal June and I uh, blog about the good news of good beer at beermakes3.com. Also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Good old boy Matt, tell us about the Nashville Beer Blog. You can find out more about Nashville Beer Blog, our interviews with local <laughs> brewers, as well as promotional upcoming events at nashvillebeerblog.com and all other social media outreaches. Well, for all of us today, including good old boy Dave, good old boy Matt, good old boy Kendall, and good old boy Sparky, this is good old gal Juliana saying, keep on chuggling. Mm-hmm.
This has been a One Tan Hand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.